Hi everyone. Uh, this week, Josh and I are going to be discussing our five favourite TV shows. Um, we're just going to sort of have a general discussion about them. I think we'll share at least one of them. And um, yeah, next week we're going to do our top five favourite movies and Dexter will be back. Uh, Josh, say hi. Hi. And uh, yeah, okay, just start us off with one of your top five, Josh, in no particular order. Uh, so I'm going to mention something which I know is going to be on your top five as well, which is uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. I might, yep. Uh, so, I mean, obviously it will be on a lot of people's top five favourite TV shows. Um, I think it's just incredibly well done. Great characterization, storytelling, um, tension, drama, everything you want from a TV show of that sort. Do you agree? I do. I think there's a reason it's become a worldwide phenomenon. Um, it has sort of built a world that I can't imagine will be surpassed in TV for a very mm -hmm. long time. It has such fantastic characters. The acting is good. Uh, and has improved over the course mm -hmm. of the show. Um, and the plot is infamous for all of its twists and turns and, you know, twists and shock endings and surprise deaths. And um, mm -hmm. it keeps you on your toes. I think I can't, I, I always recommend it to people if they haven't seen it. Um, the one thing that is different about it in its more recent seasons of course we'll be discussing the eighth season um as it comes out mm -hmm. but um it's this sort of accelerated storytelling it's turning a bit more from a drama show it used to be a drama show it was a drama show set in a fantasy world but now it's turning into a bit more of a fantasy show um mm -hmm. i agree I, f I feel like season season seven felt quite a lot less like the other seasons and it was still great but it wasn't quite the same it wasn't the same it was um and i'm not sure if that was down to the fact that it had a a shorter runtime i think it was a couple of reasons i think that's one of them they tried to cram everything in there was that ridiculous mm -hmm. episode where they flew up north of the wall um mm -hmm. and the logic which had underpinned the show the sort of realism and the actions have consequences ideas basically went out the window in that episode. Um, mm -hmm. But I also think it's just because it's their penultimate season. They can't you yeah. know, kill off a lot of characters. They're saving them for the end or whatever. Um, but I think it totally deserves its worldwide mm. recognition and fa international fan base. Yeah. And actually, having said that, I think I think the, the finale of season seven really got back to what Game of Thrones has been. Yes. It, it really felt like a like a Thrones episode and it was up there it, in my favourites. Yeah, I agree. It was very slow paced, which was completely mm -hmm. different from the rest of the season. And there was a lot of dialogue. Um, Lots, exactly. Exactly. I mean, the early seasons, the, I guess the first three seasons of Game of Thrones are notable for not having any huge battle set pieces. There's the Battle of Blackwater in season two, but if you actually look at it, a lot of it is dialogue set 
through the battle. Like, mm-hmm. um, and there's only a few minutes, possibly 10 minutes of a 15 minute long episode is actually a big battle. And it's all at dark, so they didn't have that much money to shoot it. Um, so they set it at night so that they wouldn't have to have such an expansive horizon of soldiers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really have a humongous battle until the fourth season, which is surprising for a big fantasy show. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I agree. It's very much a drama and a. Yeah. It starts off quite slowly, but I think that's a lot of it is world building. I like that though. I like the slow pace. I think yeah. it does it well, and I like the sort of, as you say, the drama and the dialogue base of the show rather than just constant action. Yeah, there's a lot of intrigue, uh, sort of political mm-hmm. machinations and stuff like that. Exactly. Okay, so. Um, Do you want to mention another? Yeah, sure. So I'd say that another one of my favourite shows is um, Sherlock. Okay. And I don't know if you put that down too, Josh. I know you enjoy it. I actually, I actually haven't. I haven't put that down. Um, um, it, it, it's excellent. It's really a whole bunch of movies. Um, mm-hmm. the, well, they're all feature length, put it that way. It is a TV yeah. show, and they're all self-contained mysteries. Um, but the way they translate the Arthur Conan Doyle stories into the present is very well done throughout all four of its seasons. Now, the common complaint about Sherlock is that seasons one and two, and to a lesser extent three, are much better than its final season. Mm-hmm. Which I, would, I would agree with that. I, I agree. Season two is excellent. Yes. I'd say there's there's quite a bit of inconsistency in the in the quality of the episodes. They're all good, but some of them are much, much better than others. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, like the season two, episode three, is one of my favourite television episodes of all time. It's it's very well. It's just so well done. Yeah, mm. I actually like the yeah. first episode of that season a bit more with Irene Adler. I like that mm. because the solution to the mystery is so obvious, um, mm-hmm. but it's so clever. It's just so incredibly obvious that you kick yourself. I think that's so clever. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you. I like the the way they sort of they translate uh, the the stories into a modern day setting. They did a sort of strange episode where they went back into the previous, you know, the normal Victorian Sherlock. I haven't actually um, seen that yet. I know, so I'm Still. not going to spoil it, but um, <laughs> it's quite odd, but it's actually not that bad. Yeah, uh, None of mm. it is bad. They're all good episodes, but I agree that you have such high expectations when you watch it because some of the episodes are so fantastic especially mm-hmm. the finale was quite unsatisfying yeah and i think i mean even episodes like the the hound of the baskervilles yeah. episode season two episode two i thought it wasn't that good it definitely i it didn't reach the quality of the rest of seasons one and two for me i would i i agree it's not as good as the rest i don't mm-hmm. think it's that bad i actually quite enjoyed season it's, three it's, it's still good the one that really? really disappointed me was season four. Um, yeah. But you know, the show is so good. The characters are so excellent. And Benedict Cumberbatch plays Sherlock so well. And Martin Freeman plays um, whatever, Watson. What, that's his name. So well. And mm-hmm. they get in Mary and uh, Mrs. Hudson. And it's just a great cast. Mm. 
I think it is. Cool. It's very well cast. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is is good casting, and it's sort of similar character to Doctor Strange. Yeah, it was his in first a way. big breakout role, um, I think. And I, th- I think he sort of he suits that sort of that sort of character. Yeah. Okay, so you have another show you would like to mention? Uh, so I'm I'm going to go for a bit of bit of a change of genre. Mm-hmm. Um, Friends. Okay. Why? Have you have you seen it at all? No, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen episodes of it enough mm-hmm. to so that you know you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sort of it's it's certainly not going to be. It's not like in terms of quality or production van- value is not near the top of you know TV shows as TV shows go. But I think in terms of sitcoms, it changed. It changed what a sitcom is, and I think so many sitcoms since Friends has ended have tried. They're all sort of trying to be Friends, and none of them have quite reached that level. It's very much um, a cultural thing. Um, exactly. You see people freak out when it gets added to Netflix and stuff like that, which is sort mm-hmm. of representative of its enduring appeal. I, I just think it's it's very very well done, and also very consistent um a lot of sitcoms sort of especially towards the end kind of lose steam i I don't think friends did i think another problem that sitcoms have is trying to find a good ending and friends managed to do that i haven't seen many other sitcoms do that i would say like scrubs if you count season eight as the end, managed to do a very satisfying ending. But other than that, yeah, and then but then they I can't think of any others. <laughs> they made that horrific, and then they did season nine, nine yeah. and it was awful. Um, yeah. Okay, so another mm-hmm. one of my favorites is the BBC comedy The Thick of It. Um, okay. It is a British politics satire, and it's wonderfully biting, and uh, it's not particularly shy about making fun of the government from it's set sort of between 2005 and 2012 and the show sort of loosely parallels the um political developments going on in britain at the time but it's it's very Mm. much a it's extremely like profane and explicit but in a almost in a light-hearted way um but mm-hmm. only to a, in a british sense it's very clever well they have such yeah. great characters and the mm-hmm. it's so it makes fun of office environments and it makes fun of mm-hmm. work so well mm-hmm um, I, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen, I think, the first couple of seasons. Um, but it is, it is very, very well done. I particularly like the uh, the person who plays the conservative minister who's trying to get to grips with technology. It's so accurate. Um, you know, they all sit round and come up with ideas on how to improve policy positions and they sit around in a circle cross-legged and 
you know, those typical work activities that are totally pointless. Uh, and then he just gets up and throws a football at the other guy. It's rather amusing. Um, so, yeah, it's very funny. It's quite hard to describe. You just sort of have to watch it. Uh, but I very much recommend it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what should I say next? Um, I'm going to say Daredevil on Netflix. Um, so, I mean, Daredevil for me, season one, stellar. Um, you've got, I think, a big part of uh, what made season one so great was the villain. Um, okay. Wilson D'Onofrio is... Uh, sorry, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk. Um, just very well cast, very well done. Uh, season two for me was less good. Um, quite overstuffed, not bad as such, just there was a lot going on and it got a bit confusing. Um, but Daredevil season three is my favourite season of television of all time. Wow. Um, and I think a lot of the Marvel Netflix shows have suffered... So because the 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 length is thirteen episodes and they can't really keep up uh, a sort of a gripping storyline for that length, and so um, Iron Fist last year for, for their second season actually reduced it to ten episodes, and I thought that worked quite well. But um, Daredevil season three completely different, managed to from start to finish keep you hooked. Just a very very intense fight scenes, things like that. Um lots going on. Um but not in not in a bad way like with season two. And I just thought it was a very good storyline, very good themes running through. Okay. Have you have you seen any of it? No, I have not, but at all, no. it's been recommended to me by multiple people. Mm-hmm. So the next show I'm gonna discuss is actually got cancelled after two seasons, which is bit like Daredevil, you know, it's, it was strong and then it got cancelled. However, mm-hmm. it was not on many people's radar. It was a sci-fi comedy called People of Earth and it was centred around a group of alien abductees um, and they developed these characters so, you know, thoroughly in such a short span of time. It only ran for 20 episodes of 20 minutes each um and what's so funny about it is that so of course you know alien abductees they're seen as a bit sort of out there and strange and the show doesn't try to hide that but it also makes the aliens themselves characters and reveals that they're just as human and they have a new boss and they don't like the new boss and uh, one mm-hmm. of the aliens is in like a love triangle with the other alien that gets hit by a car because he doesn't know how traffic rules are on Earth. So it's it sort of subverts the sort of uh, Independence Day alien into a sort of um, office boardroom alien who's just completing his mm-hmm. job of going trying to abduct people. It was so sort of witty and gentle and just sort of sweet. Um, and they cancelled mm-hmm. it after two seasons. Uh, but the third had already been written, and it's just been picked up by Fox uh, for U for UK distributing rights. So hopefully they will create okay. a third season. Uh, but I'm not very. I don't expect them to do that. But I really mm-hmm. recommend it if you're just after a sort of amusing TV show that 
the characters mm-hmm. are just fine. It's so uh, kind and it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's so absurd. The fact that the aliens are always in fighting and they just act like normal people. It was such a surprising premise and it worked so well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Josh, have you got one more then? Or two more? Uh, I think I've got two, two more. more. Yeah. Okay, uh, go. So I'm going to say uh, Westworld. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is Westworld on yours? Westworld is not on mine. Yeah. Um, is it not? Okay. No. Um, but yeah, I've seen it. I Say why you like it so much. Again, I mean, it's sort of it was the the gap filler for Game of Thrones, I guess, uh, between season six and seven, and then now between uh, season seven and eight. And I think it's sort of similar in a few ways in terms of the level of storytelling. I just think it's it's very clever. Yes, um, I agree. And sort of season one, especially when everything sort of came together yeah and i will spoil it here um you know the the fact that i don't know a third of the the scenes we've been seeing during the whole season it turns out they were actually set in a different time to the rest of the season yeah it's just sort of and sort of the subtle references you know you could have picked up on that from the the start i I just thought it's the west on logo and and dolores's Dolores's uh, different uh, outfits. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the first season is... is remarkably complicated, and mm-hmm. they bring it together so completely and convincingly. I think it's the best sh- season of TV that I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. I was very disappointed, although I still thought it was good. I mean, I was disappointed because it couldn't live up to such a high. Mm-hmm. Um, standards of season one. Season two, I thought, was trying to replicate that mystery without any point. There was a twist at the end of season two that served no real purpose other than for there to be a twist. Mm-hmm. Season one is deliberately structured to sort of op- reveal the world to the re- reveal the world the way that the show works to you through this sort of multiple timeline thing where you're not quite understanding what's going on and you're almost mm-hmm. replicating the journey of the characters. Season three, they just, sorry, season two, they just do this twist again, but seemingly just for the sake of having it. Plus, mm-hmm. I thought the plot was a little sillier. Um, it didn't, it wasn't quite as sort of well-rounded as it was in season one, but mm-hmm. I agree, it's, such a clever show I recommend watching it season one and who knows season mm-hmm. three they left it in a good place it could be just as good as yeah. season one yeah I think I, I agree I think season one was much much better than season two I still enjoyed season two um, but I think yeah the where they sort of left off on season one meant that they could they could never make something quite as good well certainly Game of Thrones had the same issue Season one was excellent. Season two was not quite as good. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't such a big change, but I have hope that they will, you know, once now they've sort of in their stride, hopefully they sort of know what to... Mm-hmm. How exactly. to I suppose that's, that's sort of a problem with season two of shows like this, where, you know, kind of 
you get into you get used to all the all the characters from season one and they inevitably bring more in and you're kind of oh i just wish it would go back to to the way it was yeah it w- and then once it as you say once it gets into i remember watching game of thrones season two for the first time and there was all this you know stannis baratheon renly baratheon stuff yeah. going on and i had no idea who anyone was well, and was they have to just switch. sort of oh i wish it could be season one they have to switch from a sort of smaller plot line into a more expansive plot line um they in, exactly they, and a lot of it just sort of felt gimmicky and pointless in westworld season two like why on earth did they go to the asian world or whatever shogun world that's what it was called mm-hmm. it, it just felt unnecessary um but mm-hmm. i imagine it will serve a larger function in upcoming season yeah yeah okay so you've got one more and i've got one more so go ahead uh i know you're not a fan of this uh my last is family guy oh okay. <laughs> um i just think i mean it's been running for I think it's on its seventeenth series now. Um, it's it's not quite as good as it has been, um, but it still inevitably makes me laugh. I think they just sort of make fun of everything, everyone, in clever ways, and just kind of I'm I'm a fan of that kind of humor. It's just sort of sort of stupid humor. Yeah, no, it's it's it is, but it's it's, but fun. it's fun, and so what? that's the thing. I mean. It makes me laugh, and I think like it, it can be clever. I think comedy is a lot more about personal taste than drama is. I think that South Park is more my sort of. Mm. I was, yeah, I was going to say you're a bigger fan of. I don't watch. I like South Park. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I appreciate Family Guy as a classic, and mm-hmm. has sort of wide appeal. Mm-hmm. And it has some amusing characters. Not that I could name any of them, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. So what's your what's your last so one? I would pick Fargo. Um, okay. I am a huge fan of the film, and while I think that TV show is not quite as good as the film, it's still great. It's, it's a bit different. Fargo, the film, um, it's quite tight. It wraps itself up quite nicely and um, it's quite, it's funny. It's it's a dark, it's a very black comedy um, and it's also mm-hmm. a crime. So I, you've seen it, right? Josh? The film or the, or the TV? The film. The film, yeah, I have. Yeah. Quite a while ago. The the TV show is tonally similar, and season one, almost, I mean, they even sort of joke around with the names, so in the film, um, there's Jerry Lundegaard, and then in the TV show, you have Lester Nygaard, and <laughs> it, it is similar, it's a little more extended, obviously, it's ten episodes, um, mm-hmm. but it's clearly so well inspired by it. it it doesn't it doesn't try very hard to be very different and that's good um it feels very similar to the film but that's okay now it's interesting because each season is it's an anthology show each season is only distantly related to the other season 
and they have begun okay. to experiment a little more. Season three wasn't quite as good as one and two, but it was still great, and they're all they still all had this sort of Minnesota nice crime thriller plot line, and they're creating a fourth season, which I'm very much looking forward to. I would say that after Game of Thrones is probably my second favorite show. Um, okay, I I really like it. Yeah, it, it it's mm-hmm. very and you can start with whichever season you want. I mean, I'd start with season one, but um, yeah, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any honorable well, mentions, Josh? Honorable mentions. Um. Uh, in between us, I think is fantastic. Sort of very kind of relatable British comedy. Um, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, anything from you? Yeah, I'd probably say The Good Place. Uh, just, okay. I just finished its third season, where it just came out. Um, it's not as good as it once was, but it's very clever and is slightly more deep and mm-hmm. um, profound than it seems to be at first, and it's also slightly more complicated. They actually mm-hmm. uh, have a remarkably deep plot in a way that you wouldn't expect from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess that's it for well, this week, guys. We'll um, uh, hopefully yeah, tune we'll in. We'll do next our movies week. next week. Yeah, do our five favorite films. We may films. also. And Dexter um, will be back. If between. If at some point in the. Well, I suppose for me, the early hours of tomorrow morning, they really say. Some more Endgame footage at the Super Bowl, or Captain Marvel footage, or any Marvel, or indeed Captain Marvel footage, or anything that's worth um, talking about. Pretty much, we may add that on. Yeah, for sure, we definitely will. Mm-hmm. Okay.